What's up, everybody, and welcome to the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. We are the, the Little, Little Big, Big Cast. Cast. On today's show, Drew wins big at the 48-hour film festival. Rachel doesn't. Lucky. And Robin continues to work on her dissertation. My in, eyes uh, are bleeding. AKA it's boyfriend. True. They're bl- AKA boyfriend. <laughs> yes, I'm dating my dissertation. All this and more on episode 59, ladies and gentlemen, of the Little Big Cast. Welcome. Oh yeah, we talk about E3. That's a thing. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, episode 59 of the Little Big Cast. Welcome. I am super excited to be back. It's been a while since we've all been in the same room. We yeah, recorded last week uh, during the E3 press conference for Sony, right? It was kind of virtual. We all piped mm-hmm. into the same place, but I, I felt your love. But just, prior yes, to that, man. prior to that, I missed the week before it's true. because I was busy with work. It's I true. almost it's missed so today because I was busy with work, so I was, I was stressing out quite Priorities, a bit. So sir. My name is Jeff Hawks. I'm super excited um, to be here with you as listeners and anyone watching in the stream. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Around friends, yes. surrounded by fellow yes. nerds, it's, uh, it's hard to beat that. So with me, as always, uh, the fedora Drew Tyler. It's a Fedini. A Fedini. Fedini. The fedini Drew Tyler. <laughs> Thanks, Bash. But just off of his uh, 48-hour film festival, yeah. right? Yeah, well, after, after the uh, winning, the award screening was last night. So. Oh, okay, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, the also post-48-hour film festival. Hello. Rachel Hernandez. Yes, hi. She survived as well. I did. That's totally good. Wasn't, wasn't, yeah, I survived. Thank goodness. Yes. I'm glad that you both survived. We did. We made it. And uh, the, uh, you know, the PhD-pursuing Miss Robin Hazlett. Yes, just taught the last class for the summer today. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you did a block class. Yeah, I did a block okay. class. A 7 a.m. block class. Damn. Twice a week, 7 It was great. Every Monday was Bagel Mondays, so. It's cool. <laughs> just like, Why? we're all doing this together. We will survive. <laughs> Cool. So uh, typically with the little big cast, what you get at the first of the show is kind of a wrap up of what we've been doing. And today it probably will be a little bit longer than you're used to getting because it's been a a while and uh, we haven't talked since E3. Right. We haven't we haven't gotten together and chatted Mm -hmm. since E3. So if uh, if you in chat have anything that you want to uh, to talk about, you have anything you want to get information about, please let us know. Uh, and we'll kind of just incorporate it into the podcast today. But um, to kick weeks off, who wants to go first? Um, um, uh, rock, go. paper, scissors, 48 hours, go. people. Okay, yes. right. okay. One of the two of you go. Right. Um, I don't know where to start. So we did the, the 48-hour thing. I believe we talked since then, though, didn't we? We, didn't we, we briefly talk? hit it in some of the yeah. chat in some other places. Right. But. So, you know, that was kind of a thing. Uh, some award ceremonies and stuff. Unfortunately, my team did not win anything. Nothing? But that, I know, right? I was kind of bummed. It was a good wow. I'll show you the video, but it was it happens, it happens. Um there are better teams out there, so there there are also worse teams out there, but so uh not not too upset about it. Um and I've been doing the Borderlands, Borderlands, been playing Borderlands, the pre sequel along with playing my Animal Crossing game again what? as well. Yes, pick it up. Dang. What else how else would I want to spend my Is summer? everything overgrown? Right. Um, my hair was messy and it took me a while to get the right hairstyle going and I'm trying to think if Priorities. I lost lost any characters. No. I did just get a monkey though. She's kinda cute. Her name's Shu or She or something like that. She's cute. So um, Pash. Pokemon, died down on Pokemon a little bit, beat the Elite Four and I just like meh. Okay. Every now and then you gotta have a break. You know, yeah, you know it's true. Um, and then I've been uh, Witcher. Witcher's on my list. And then not only Witcher, but I think I'll be picking up the Batman. 
as well. Not for PC, though. That was purchased though. today. Right? That was purchased today for <laughs> me. There's a joke. I gotta get to Witcher 2, but Glenn and I will certainly join. Witcher, How bad Witcher is for it? sure, but I just needed. I, one day, but maybe maybe I'll get to Batman before I get to Witcher, but we'll see what happens. You should push through Witcher. Witcher is awesome. That's what I hear. But it's, but but it's I gigantic. Just... I mean, that's like mounting a mammoth. That's a massive like. <laughs> I don't know. You don't really like push through. I don't know. It's that's also a, an investment. Yeah. You just you just invest a couple hours a day. <laughs> no, I just don't, don't need sleep. Week, I'm lucky. Oh, and I'm still trying to get a job. Post graduate. I know. I applied. I applied for two more. Good. Good. Hey, are you putting my name down on these jobs? I on on one of you them. Can, that's yeah. that's going to be the key. It's what that's I hope. Do you recommend they... people put their re- rec- like uh, contacts references. on their mm-hmm. references yeah. on there? Yeah. I never do. I always uh, say ask, uh, ask if you references want available because I I like maximize all of Everything. the property. Oh yeah. Right. Within my resume. It, within the the cover letter or on the resume itself, I encourage good students whom I would give a glowing review to to put my name on there because most most of them are applying around this area. Right. And I know right. somebody lots of places. And everywhere. <laughs> so even just that name being on there is enough for them to go. Oh, if Drew's one of the references, I'll look through. Oh, cool. So for some mm-hmm. for for this small niche. It, it makes sense. Yeah, so there's a couple of them. So um, one of them is kind of out there, not really applicable in my major, but it's still a job. Yeah, it makes right. money. Yeah. It's a job. Right, though. And it, all you need is a GED. So I'm one step. Hopefully I'm not overqualified because I'll run into that problem now as well because that's a problem. Sad day. You're too smart to work here. Sorry. You can just, like, look, I'll, I'll talk really slow. I know. I I'll promise. I'll myself down. I'm a great actress. I'll go bleach blonde if you want me to. I was a zombie, <laughs> was a zombie killer once in a movie for a student. <laughs> For final product. <laughs> good times. That's good. That's good yeah. times. That's, that's the dedication right there. There you go. I wouldn't oh, do that for anybody. And, I wouldn't um, either. And, 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 and. Yeah, no. Well, um, shout out to some boys that have been listening to us, I guess. I can't think of their names right now. But I do. I, do, shout I out believe. To but if you're listening, we'll you know later. who you are. We'll do it later. Okay. Cool. Cool. Drew. Um, so off of the end, 48 as well went well for us as a, as a team. I have. I call it a professional team, but really we're just a bunch of buddies that have done it for every year that it's been in Salt Lake. So this is our ninth year. And for the last In fairness, you are all video professionals. We are, right. like, our nine to five is video. Yeah. That's kind of what's jacked up about the whole thing. Like you're yeah. pros entering an amateur competition. True, true. Hashtag not fair. But, but um, you won the what award? We won the choreography award this year. <laughs> because, and here's why. Every year you draw a genre, and for the last five years, um, we've been we've had this idea of doing a musical because nobody wants that and we thought well if we got that what would we do and so five years ago we came up with this fun idea of doing a newsroom musical where the the storyline takes place between like during commercial break and there's no news to be had and that's as far as we got and so every year we're like ooh that'd be fun to do ooh that'd be fun to do so finally this year we drew a musical and we're like we're gonna do it and you know it wasn't I think we wish we probably have like 20 more people to make it more choreography and make it right. a little bit more exciting but when we were done with it we were all like totally satisfied we're like cool. that's what we wanted to make for the last five years Superhuman out. Superhuman. Like, this is it. I don't think we'll be doing another year, honestly. Really? Yeah, I, I think the, the, the rest of the human team, they're pursuing a, look for it, a, a full feature film that they will enter into Sundance to be shot during the Comic-Con this year in Salt Lake. Like, really? So, so is it a Comic-Con documentary? Not really. It's a full like uh, heist movie centered around a comic con the script and storyboard on my desk we've been talking about it for eight months or so and at first it was like let's chase giant funding and then it came down to 
the hell, let's just do it with whatever we find. And so we're going to wow. scrape together pennies and, and shoot. So. You guys are your own Kevin Smith. Yeah, it's, it, that's, that's right. the style that we went for. We're like, you know what? There are other people who have gotten this far. People respect it. this. Yeah, so. We're going to go low So that's going to be fun. But we had fun at the 48. It was great. Uh, this, we won Best Choreography because there was no choreography in any other films. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's yeah. the way it works. So That's, yeah. Um, I wanted to get best audience. That always means more to us than any of the other awards. But the team that took best audience in our screening, because they have one for each screening, mm -hmm. the team that took it in our screening was the uh, the guys that were in the bookstore downstairs, like the, the Wildcat. Oh, Cat really? Interesting. Yeah. And they were sponsored. They won last year all over, so they had a sponsor of some sort that let them shoot on a red camera. Oh, wow. Which was like, oh, it was beautiful pictures. We didn't love their story, but audience did. So I love the guys, so I'm proud of them. Anyway, cool. I always love those things, super fun. Other things in my life, I've, I've squeezed in as much Witcher as I can, which I love. I'm just enjoying that story. There was that last little bit where I had to check with you guys. I was like, okay, Stacy wants to play with me, and she wants to see story evolve right. with me, but I just went through some crazy batshit <laughs> nutness, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, is there more? Because you guys were just slightly ahead of me. So, so far, we're safe. Yeah, there's nothing like that scene throughout the rest of the scene? Just, It's just dark, right? And I don't know that that's horrible, but... I, the less I have to explain. You know, so to throughout like, the entire, <laughs> so throughout the entire game, I I only experienced two. I'm at the I'm at I'm at the last like three missions. I've only experienced oh, two sex scenes. Oh, and then the the crazy decapitated, murdered, naked people scene as well. That was the what? Yeah. Spoiler alert! That exists in a game. It happens, but it's we don't weird. know the context. Yeah, you don't don't worry about context. Uh. Um, it's, yeah, so you should be good. Yeah, I think, as, and, and she played the Tomb Raider, which also has its dark kind of right. mm -hmm. sacrificing and dark, just dark stuff. So she, and she likes story. Yeah. So, okay. But she's been so focused on school, um, taking two master's classes at one time. It's just like amped her up. Like mm -hmm. every five minutes is like, everything okay? We doing all right? You know, do you need time to read? Do you need time I to write? everything. And, and like, <laughs> yeah. So today, it's done. Today is the day where she's, she's really? turning everything wow. from class that ended yesterday. They even made their own video. Block. And then today's the block is over. Mm -hmm. So she's very, she's oh very satisfied. So um, that's exciting. And then the more exciting news in, in Drew's life is that I use my summers to do professional development, as they call it, where I basically I go and shoot and freelance, and it counts for, uh -huh. like, it looks good on my CV and stuff. But in the last week, I have nailed down um, – Two gigs, two traveling gigs. One to Park City to shoot for the No Barrier Summit. So it's a disability summit where they give people with like disabilities the ability to like go into the crater, like scuba diving or rock climbing, like, all the things you'd never be able to do. Wow. For, like kayaking, they get guys in there and they just teach them how to kayak. Even if they have no arms, they'll find a way to put paddles That's on them. It's awesome. just so awesome that they can break barriers. That is fantastic. So I get to go shoot that and tell stories for a couple of days in Park City. Um, that sounds really cool. That's going to be fun. And then I just nailed a gig that I'm pretty excited about for a... Uh, I believe it's a, uh, like a Christian, not a rock group, but like a, like a Christian fellowship, like a youth group. They do a week in Detroit, and every year they all come together to have this giant like worship. And so every night of the week they're in a stadium, and, and my buddy has like designed the, the stadium and worked with like the, just the crew that puts on the nightly shows. Because this is like, I'll show you the stage, but it's like huge stage with, with lights and TVs everywhere. And they want me to shoot all day long and make videos to play back. Nice. At night, so I've got seven days in Detroit coming up. So wow, I'm pretty excited. It's kind of it's kind of a fun, fun. So yeah, life is life is going from la di da to whoop yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so that's my that's my feeling. And Stacy is much less yeah, angry. <laughs> yeah. If I can bring home the money when I go play, then that's always better. Absolutely. <laughs> 
What about you, Robin? What have you been doing? Uh, let's see. Uh, doing a little bit of a smidgen of Witcher because I just keep dying. So that's the thing. And then, like, the loading screens. I'm, I'm like, sneaking in games of Plants vs. Zombie <laughs> during the loading screens. It's good. I was doing Peggles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is so long. I have no patience anymore. So where are you? Are you stuck on a mission? Um, or are you just kind of, like... Dying sporadically. Uh, I'm, I'm dying sporadically at this yeah. point. And I'm, I got to the race. You just one. run. You Wait, just run into places. No, That's I got to the. I've, I'm at the point where it's the optional mission. I just got done dealing with Caramints. Mm-hmm. Like, just gotten out of that little cave thing, beat the little demon dude. Nephilim something whatever it started with an N I don't know Um, all I know is I was like I hate you but you did it but I did it 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 happened and uh, what was really funny is that she was uh, like she said like you know stop over some time and I'm like I'm there (laughs) it's like direct shot like what you got and then and then it's like well here's the magic lamp to go and do something like oh really Really? Come back and see her whenever. Yeah. <laughs> she, she has a little plan for you. Uh, but been playing a little bit of Witcher. Um, played... Oh, crack me up when you put that when you said something like she has to be a sorceress or who else can stay inside of <laughs> her. I know. Like, the, <laughs> the, yeah, the, that was funny. the cleavage, like, the cleavage. The only like, way the those boobs are staying here. where they're at is if she's using magic. <laughs> I was like, there, there is only one way that her boobs can stay up here and inside the shirt, and that is sorcery. That yep. is sorcery. Yep, <laughs> I enjoyed it. So, yes. Good insight. But there, there's me. Um, my child has a loose tooth. Finally. <gasps> it took seven years. Like, we're just a little bit behind on the... This is the first loose tooth? This is the first wow. loose tooth. Gotten... How are you going to rip it out? <laughs> yeah. Have you, you <laughs> well, do you have a plan? <laughs> wow. Do you have a plan? <laughs> do you have a plan about it? Always have a plan. Uh, not necessarily. I just remember... Um... Just call if you need help. Yeah, we've done this. <laughs> bow, and, bow and arrow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, dude. Wow. I've done like They don't suspect it. I've done the one, two, three, but you pull one, two. One. (laughs) Psych trust issues. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Maybe that explains a few things at this point. Oops. Oh, um, played a little bit of Borderlands. Have not really progressed too much. Done a whole lot. You guys did the Monday at Moxie's thing again, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? I almost jumped in. Almost is the keyword. Yeah, it was, it was early. Right next uh, next Monday, we'll have to maybe we'll just play the second one with you in in wigs. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Be fun. But I'm dying to finish pre sequel. I'm like, right. what happened now? <laughs> we already had like We're so close. We yeah. had the dude bro solution of like let's say, let's staple the eye together and shoot it with a laser because that'll work. <laughs> there's, <laughs> some, uh, there's some pretty funny missions. Like I really like the one where you have to. Or claptrap. You you really give a claptrap. Like he draws, he draws Jack. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I was cute. there. I was yeah. in the. I was in the video. I was <laughs> watching was for that part. That was funny. And making me. And is, wasn't Jack like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yes. Very cool. But right yeah, on. Uh, gaming and working and reading a whole lot for the dissertation. So I was wondering if you've made any progress. Yeah, I've I've been making uh, pretty solid progress on it, which I I just. I want this done and out of my life, but it's so, like, it's fun to do. I love, like, reading about it. I'm like, yes! <laughs> but but that's my maniacal, steady self. <laughs> Very cool. That's good. So I, um, for me, it's been a big couple of weeks. I went to E3, which yeah. is pretty cool. Uh, so yes. a lot to talk about on the E3 side. I wanted to talk a little bit, though, um, before we get, you know, we've got a lot 
to get into today. Our indie game of the week is Ali Ali. Yeah. Uh, we've got you know the normal breakdown of new releases and news. But I did want to kind of talk about E3, and, right. and I'll, I'll incorporate my week into our conversation if I'll that's cool with you guys. You. Yeah, please do. <laughs> so um, first of all, E3 was awesome. Uh, it was it was just so cool. Like I've I lived in LA for a little while, and so it was really cool to go past the Las Vegas con- or the Los Angeles Convention Center and see, you know, Nathan Drake up on the center hall and yeah. it's out, outside, it's just so this awesome. massive. <laughs> Just, it's like it's like it's just so cool. Blocks and it's all just yeah. So so the bundles. main building was wrapped with a Nathan Drake poster for Uncharted Four. Um, the hallway connecting the west and south halls was um, you had a Fallout poster, a Fallout Four poster, and then a huge Batman Arkham Knight poster that just like it's like the whole hallway though. Yeah, it's and like, so and like I, I, I've also what's crazy is I have um, this is on the outside of the building. When I say hallway, I mean like there's a giant like tunnel that connects these two buildings right and so i i worked for a little while in um graphics production right, you know. and so like i know pricing ish kind of what it costs mm. to make a print and wrap mm. a wall that size like just the arkham knight print that was up was realistically like pushing a million dollars oh my gosh i wouldn't doubt like it. you're you're on the high end of the hundred thousands like it's wow. it's like, like the not like the seven eight and nine hundred thousand marks. I don't, I don't doubt. And uh, it's so the the price that's invested, like the cost of of this marketing, um, you know, opportunity is pretty staggering. And to be going through, I mean, we were all at CES last year, and to be going through the different uh, venues to see the different booths, uh, it was just it was fantastic. Sony's booth was totally new. Um, so last year's CE or last year's E three. They used their CES booth, mm-hmm. which was also the booth they used this this year. So Sony's used the same CES booth two years in a row now. And at, and at E3 last year, they used that same CES booth. And so for E3 this year, it was different. It was changed up. And it uh, is this like the prom dress thing. Like you have to change it every year. You can't have the know. same booth. I think if you spend that much money on it, you want to. Yeah, I think you maximize different. it, right? And if it's good, you just. You tweak little things to make it unique to that year, but yeah. you keep the general feel, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so panels and change colors. Or yeah. So as far as the Sony booth goes specifically, um, I wanted to mention a game that should be getting like eyes on. Like everybody in the chat, if you've if you've heard of Horizon, you've you've got to spend some time researching Horizon. It is um, it's fantastic. So Horizon Zero Dawn is the game that they showcased where you had kind of the cave woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking girl with the bow and arrow, right? It was we cave, punk. cave punk. So cave punk. what's cave really punk. cool is um, I was able to go through the the behind closed doors kind of teaser preview um, that they held, and they didn't allow video cameras in, they didn't allow any audio recording equipment, but um, they were like, you know, what, whatever you see, you can go talk about later. And so in conversation with um, another person that had seen it earlier, I learned that we saw different things. Oh. So what's cool is they showed. They showed the same scene that was shown in the press conference, the Sony mm-hmm. press conference. But in the scene I saw, they took a much more stealthy approach. So in the E3 press conference, uh, they ran out and they just started bowing dudes, right? Like they just started yeah, shooting yeah. bows and arrows right. at people as fast as they could. And everything kind of went crazy. And the big giant uh, robot came in and the big fight happened, right? So in the demo that I saw... She actually snuck in, stabbed the little surveyor robot, and then snuck to the back of the herd and started picking off, like, 
members of the herd one at a time, like stealthily. Mm. So they were dropping these canisters that were on their back, which were used for energy. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what I saw. So she picks off a few before they get startled. They run away, and then the big giant monster comes, and she killed it in a different way than she did in the E3 press conference. But in the conversation that I had with another person that was at the show, he mentioned that the girl went the opposite end of the map and booby-trapped it with explosives. Oh. And then came back around and spooked the herd, and they ran into the booby trap. I love this. That idea. is and they so were blown fancy. Up. And so it's love it. Like it's just super, super cool that um, you know. First of all, it's Guerrilla Games. I've never thought of Guerrilla Games as anything other than Killzone. Mm-hmm. To see them create a world that was as vibrant and felt as alive as like an Uncharted does. Like Uncharted, the first one was really noteworthy because of how vibrant and alive the world w- was and how, how real it felt, you know, like right, yeah, it, feels... it felt colorful and it felt alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to see a guerrilla games that kind of had that feel as well. Um, I love the flexibility within it. I loved, um, I loved the character and I loved the setting. Like they called it in the, in the, um, closed door conference, they called it a post post apocalyptic world. So, like so, so it's, after after the chaos of a post-apocalyptic like holocaust you know like the where people have reformed into tribes and and are learning to start basically at the beginning all over again i think the idea of so this is why i think it's cool because it it, the first time i heard it, i was like that's weird this is why i think it's cool i think of post-apocalyptic and i still think chaos okay so like retribalization kind of right so when i I, I think a better way of saying it would say like after post apocalypse or like I don't, I don't know post apocalypse post post apocalypse is what they used and it sounded weird but like the concept makes sense to me that after the chaos yeah. and the struggle like, you know the dying out of the people that grew right, up right. with a civilization and with mm-hmm. technology following their life um, I think you'd start to move back to a sense of normalcy like where you maybe told stories about. You know, my grandmother used to tell me about the buildings and the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. You'd move past that to where you are Dang. having to survive. And it, it just felt really cool. I'll leave it at that. It was, it was very cool. I'm so, excited for that. Did you guys uh, think fall 2016? Did you guys, so that was my game of the show. Did you guys have a game of the show? I had a, I had a game of the show that I really, really want to see, but didn't give a date, and that was No Man's Sky. What is it? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. Yeah. No Land. I keep wanting to say No Land Beyond, but that's a gun in Destiny. See what you've done to me? Yep. So No Man's Sky is one that I saw that I still want to see a date, and I can't wait to, to see how expansive it is. Pause. But Hang on. Speaking of saying. speaking of No Land Beyond, yes. Render got one last night in oh, Nightfall. Go, Render. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. Anyway, back to No Man's Sky. But that's, that's, that was my game of choice. Like I was really excited about that. I mean, there were a lot of the, dude, cool the, things. The, the way they introduced that was amazing, though, right? Yeah, it was. Pretty- it's like, like we want to show you like, where you can go, I know, and just then just I was like, we're just like watching an episode of Cosmos now. This is <laughs> right. great. It was like Neil deGrasse Tyson should have been on stage, and be like, <laughs> the Cosmos. Yeah, no, I, uh, those are mine because I know that you two. I know exactly what your game of choices will be. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there the Sony exclusive one? Or? No, no, it can be any. Yeah, no. Well, of course, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts three because I didn't think they were gonna do it. Like, right. yeah, nobody. They, they ended up with Sony, and I was like, meh. And then I'm laying in my bed taking a nap, and I'm getting these messages about. <laughs> I need to wake up. Get up. Get up. Get up. And I'm just like, I don't oh. feel bad for waking you up. No, it was great. <laughs> so yeah, Kingdom Hearts three for sure was mine. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. And then we all saw my my reaction oh my and absolute breakdown. The one tear. I think of like the Indian it was in like, the one commercial. 
<laughs> it's pretty exciting, honestly. That was like out of it's kind of out of the blue. Like they, so we like, should say it. It, it was say. Final Fantasy VII remastered, remake. right? Oh, yeah. like, remake, remake, not remastered, but the remake. No, you can always go to the last episode and go to like fifty-one minutes into it and then see it. And watch and her cry. No, it's and there forever. Watch me cry and have a really genuine reaction to this. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was like out of out of left field. I think they had talked it about was... it and everybody would had like petitioned for it. But to mm-hmm. have them and and, and I there. think we'd given up on it, right? Yes. Like we yes. gave up because of last year, right? Last year they they teased like the, the oh port we're going we're gonna do something interesting, and it was the port, and everyone originally like was freaking out, and then it was like <gasps> it was the like the wind just got knocked <laughs> out of them, right? Yeah. And so yeah, it was that for me was really special too. Final Fantasy VII was the first time in a video game where I um, I think really felt like connected. To mm-hmm. the people that I was playing, yeah, um, and the the characters that I was interacting with, um, yeah, I I loved I loved that game, and so to see it, like I'm, I'm really trying to be cautiously optimistic. Like, opti- cautiously optimistic. I don't want to get like my hype level to yeah. ten, because like this could easily destroy yeah. a, a childhood like love. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, well it's it's really uh, it's really touchy. Um if the, I know that they are doing a little bit of tweaking with the storyline, I'm okay with a little bit of tweaking. That's okay, but if Eris lives, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> like that was like one That's of the, the moment. Yeah, cuz uh the main reason I that cried. they said well I was a 13-year-old boy crying in I the basement. I was bawling. <laughs> I was just like I know that she's going to die, but you got to bring her back cuz so I wouldn't progress in the story and I would just keep leveling her up. It's like I don't want to let you go. I can't do this. <laughs> That's crazy. So that was yours. So, yes. um, yeah, if, if in chat, if you have anything that you wanted to talk about, so X, Exilia, I don't even know how to pronounce your name. We've had this conversation before. We call him X. If, uh, Exiliad is what I like to say. Exiliad. 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 That works, probably. Um, but, uh, so he, he mentioned Final Fantasy VII as well. I think that's probably something that resonated with a ton of people. I mean, obviously it did, right? Like, that was huge. Talk about it in our news. Um, outside of that, though, I, I wanted to talk about a couple of the indies that I saw that I really loved. Firstly, um, Abzu. That that, that looks. Cool. Oh my gosh! It looks. It it looks and it plays so well. So it is. It is actually created by the um, the artist who formerly worked on that game company's Journey. Journey, right? So he worked on Journey, and that's why when I first saw the game footage, I was like, "Man, this feels familiar. Like this feels like that beautiful mm-hmm. kind of immersive Journey feel." That that we all kind of fell in love with, right? And to actually have you know hands on to be playing it, um, it it was fantastic. Like it's it's the same I'm so excited. kind of it, it creates this feel of like this desire to explore, and that's that's what I really enjoyed about it. Um, outside of that, I also played a really cool. So I'm a skier. I grew up skiing. Grew up playing in the snow. They had a a beta version of a game called Snow that is being um, developed by Poppermost that will be a free-to-play game coming out next year. Um, it is, it's just an open mountain, and you can put skis on or you can put snowboards on, and you can just ride the mountain. I think of that game Ski Jump that was on Windows 98. So it doesn't feel, yeah, totally. So it, it actually controls similar to the way that Skate controlled, okay, the EA okay. game Skate. Um, so if you were to compare the two, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater versus Skate, Skate felt very much more uh, realistic and fluid. 
where Tony Hawk kind of felt like Street Fighter turned right. into a skateboard video game. Uh, which, by the way, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5's launch trailer just came out, and it looks horrible to me. Oh, no. I think it looks like garbage. I'm like, oh, no. like skateboards all electrified and looking crazy. Like, oh, man. How uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of lame. Um, but holy cow. I do. I, I'm going to give props to Microsoft for a second as well. That Xbox Elite controller feels amazing. So sexy. I actually played a couple games using it, and um, it was it's it was so weird to get used to the back two bu- buttons on your uh, middle fingers. But the the controller just feels like such high quality. Like it feels, mm-hmm. the, you know, like the first time you ever held an uh, an iPhone, how you were like. This feels like a real thing. Like this feels like quality I feel in my fancy. hand. Right. That's how this felt. And I mean the the responsiveness of the triggers was super, super sharp. Um, you could set it so that, you know, if you're playing a first person shooter, you want to be able to shoot really, really quick, right? You don't want to pull all the way back on your trigger, which is what you have to do with Destiny. You gotta pull all the way back. This one you can set it so that they lock out halfway down. So you're actually pulling the trigger, but you're shooting faster. Hmm. Super cool. Um, you could interchange, uh, the, um, directional pad was interchangeable. So you could either have just an open faced kind of, uh, circle thumb roller that you could just slide your thumb around. Um, or you could slide in like the traditional analog pad, uh, or directional pad. It was, it was super cool. I, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed E3 immensely. I thought it was really cool. And I thought Sony... Especially once you got to the show floor, Sony blew everybody else out of the water. Like, as far as what they had in their booth, what you could play, what they were talking about, far more interesting than anyone else. I mean, Microsoft, you could say, was probably a close second, but, dude, Nintendo had nothing interesting to show at all. There, Like, Game Industry uh, released an article that said Nintendo just needs to pull out of E3. Yeah, if they're not going to show up, if they're not going to, like, show up and mean it, you're better off just not showing up at all because everyone thinks you're did. just being apathetic. Like right. you're just there chilling, and it's it it makes no sense to yeah. do that. Last year, Media Molecule pulled out of E3 because they're like, "Well, we don't want to rush what we have and show you like a half done product. We want to make sure that we're doing this on our timetable, and we'll give you something really, really good." And then they come up with dreams. I'm like, "Oh, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. cool." Did uh, did Microsoft have their like? They've had for the last couple of years this setup where it's almost like little windows and like rooms with glass that had like four set around and you could so when you're walking around people would be inside playing connect games and all four of these little packets. Do so they have that set I didn't see anything like that. So in the in the Sony booth you had um, places sectioned off where they were using Project Morpheus. Uh-huh. I didn't get to use Morpheus. Um, they were I spent my first day just scrambling to different meetings, oh, yeah. so yeah, I didn't have time to do to anything. Do. Yeah, I was there. I was there working. I wasn't there like as a journalist or as a podcaster. Um, so I was working while I was there. Um, but uh, by the time I found out, you had to actually get an appointment. You had to download an app no. and then get your appointment through the app. By the time mm-hmm. I did that, they were booked all the way through. Yeah. So I was, I was pretty bummed. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great show. I felt like Sony had a very strong presence. Um, I I mean, the other games that I I really am excited for, obviously Mass Effect um, will be awesome, but that's not going to be forever. Yeah, that's the hard thing. Twenty sixteen. Um, 
Oh, dude, the Bethesda booth was pretty dang sweet, too. They had these cool little photo booths that you go in and take your take your picture in Fallout, you know, like have your photo impo- nice, superimposed nice. into a Fallout scene. It was pretty sweet. But that pretty much wraps up my day. I've taken up a whole lot of time. Um, That's 20 minutes. But it was us. But that it was, was, was good. Yeah. It, was yeah. it wasn't just us. It was E3. Why don't we just kick it over to Drew for the news? All right. Let's do some news. So, first news, and a lot of this is E3-based, but the first one is that PlayStation will not be following Xbox's lead with the backwards compatibility. We talked about that in Doi. our stream last week as, like... Would they? Should they? And you've kind of given us your thoughts on why it doesn't even matter. Right. But a lot of people were like, after Microsoft said, oh, yeah, you can, you can back, backplay your stuff, we thought, well, maybe. But give us your explanation, because so, I agree with you. I don't know that it even matters. So I think, first of all, I don't, I don't think there are good enough numbers of people that even want this to justify doing it. Mm-hmm. There, there's a very loud minority, I think, that wants backwards compatibility. But statistically, like, the PlayStation 3, when it first launched, had backwards compatibility, and, like, 2% of users used it. That's, to build and invest the money that it would take to make a PlayStation 3 game play on a PlayStation 4, first of all, you have to remember, too, PlayStation 3 games were built around this cracked-out cell processor. Yeah. Like, it, it wouldn't run on the PlayStation 4 architecture because they screwed up the design of the PlayStation 3. So, like, Xbox, it's, it's all designed on essentially the same yeah. kind of yeah, hardware. And so the, the transition and backwards compatibility is, is easier. But first of all, if you look at the games that they're bringing from Xbox 360 to Xbox One, none of them look interesting to play. Like they, and and I, I was in a conversation with somebody that was like, yeah, but Crash Bandicoot. And I was like, cool. when's the last time you played Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> and honestly, like... That sh- that crap feels dated, yo. Like yeah, that's the hard thing. Yeah. Super. Like there are games that I would rather just retain good memories of. Yeah, I don't want to. Rather spoil than it. get like, um, I tried to play after I played Metal Gear Solid Four. I went back and tried to play Metal Gear Solid, and it just like it felt too clunky. Like it didn't have, and and the clunkiness of I the game kind of hurt, kind of hurt my experience. <laughs> and I and I stopped playing because I was like, you know what? I remember this game as being like the pinnacle of of all gaming you know and i i wanted to keep that and so i can and i can keep that in context for myself with you know within the the sphere that i got to play it you know 10 years ago um and i'd rather have that and have that be special than have it be something that i play now and i'm like man it just feels clunky yeah. and old and difficult to control and, and that's just the nature of emulators any anytime you're going to try and change whatever's the game's being processed on. It's tough. Even emulators on the iOS when you play games. <laughs> oh, I know. It's a different feel. It's just, it's just a different experience. feel like a cheater. Nobody's yeah. saying Borderlands 1 wasn't awesome, though, X. Oh, no, 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 no. Still awesome. Just, it, like, even it just feels that clunky compared to itsy two. Bitsy yeah, absolutely. Two back. just felt better. Yep. And it's continued. Yeah, go I ahead. I think the other thing, too, is that it's just like a security thing. So I'm not necessarily looking. I would not be interested in backwards compatibility to play Crash Bandicoot, but I would like. It's just a convenience thing, so I can get rid of the shelf space that I have on my yeah, mm-hmm. yeah on my night on my stand because I have like my PS2, my PS3, my PS4. So and I have them in case I in, it's like I, in case I, you I, get no, pulled back. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I even have my Xbox 360 and it's not plugged in and it's on a bookshelf, but it's like 
but what if I want to play Bioshock again? But what if mm-hmm. what if I want to play Assassin's Creed <laughs> 2 again? So it's just it's I need it needs to be there for me. Mm-hmm. I can't let go. I can't, can't let go. Of so consoles. I think backwards compatibility would just clear up clear up some space I have, which would be kind of cool. But uh, at the same time, you're right. Like maybe maybe I shouldn't play those games again. I don't know. I would much rather just. I would rather they spend the processing power and the the attention to games and mm. making them uh, like uh, making them utilize the hardware as much as possible instead of backpedaling. Yeah, it's like you know, as like I don't want to say what Microsoft said. It's like you know, for someone who doesn't want to play this game, we have a product for you, and it's the backwards one. Yeah, go yeah, and go it. and get the old console. I don't know. We all have them. Right. Right. So. It's super funny, too, because my friend and I, I think I mentioned this last week, my friend and I were talking about how he modded his Xbox One. Now he can play 360 games. So I was like, oh, that's maybe they did it so people would stop doing it illegally and they can make money off of it. Yeah. Oh, yes. There we go. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. All right. News number two. Hang on. Is, so it's worth, it's worth mentioning. So uh, Sugarbeet Co. asked, um, you know, if they were able to play or they had Skyrim on the 360, would they be able to play it on the Xbox One? So this is a very specific list of what can and right, cannot be right. played as, as a backwards compatible game. If I remember correctly, Skyrim was not one of them. They were like all old kind of dumpy 360 games, right? Like yeah. I don't recall seeing any on there that really um, were notable um, I don't remember seeing Skyrim on that, but if you just Google like backwards compatibility for Xbox One, you'll be able to find the full list of a hundred titles. I'm like 99% sure though that Skyrim was not one of them. Yeah, I remember they did the same thing with with PlayStation. Like right when it first came out, like here is the list that we have made backwards compatible. Right, a push to get them to go. If you're stuck with your 360 and you're worried about leaving it to go to the yeah. one. We're working here, on it. Yeah, yeah here's the there's... reason why you go to the one, so that you, you can take this with you. And right. So Please a, buy our systems. They're settling into, into it, so <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so let's go. News, news number two, and I can't pull this up on the phone, but somebody wants to list off most popular E3 games by the numbers. I don't know. Did you already pull it? Yeah, yeah, number, number one was Shin, Shinmu. Shenmue? Yeah, and then Which Final Fantasy was So this was second. this was based wow, on impressive. this was based on like tweets going out during okay. the press conference and that like the sense. conversations that were happening surrounding games. Because okay. Shenmue launched the Kickstarter right away, so of course there's going to be That's a lot true. going on because everyone's going to be tweeting, tweeting about I put I I backed the Kickstarter. Look how cool I am. So right. hello. And they, they hit a million by the end of the night. Remember, I, I was like, I bet they hit five hundred thousand by the time you know. And mm-hmm. right, they, I think they hit a million and had funded by the next day. Yeah, they funded by the next day, and then um, that makes sense why they. Yeah, they set a Guinness yeah. World Record too, right? Like for the fastest uh, funded. We know how these numbers run. <laughs> like the fastest. Let's operationalize funded. these variables. <laughs> You're so nerdy. <laughs> so uh, Shenmue three was first. Uh, Final Fantasy the Final Fantasy seven was number two. Followed was Halo five. But these are like. But then it like They're significantly big drops. <laughs> like, these are Halo. these are gaps of like a hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. So Shenmue, Final Fantasy, and then it's like <laughs> Halo five. <laughs> A little bit of Call of Duty and then Fallout 4. See, I thought Fallout 4 would have... I thought Bethesda would have taken it. Yeah, I did too. Um, mm-hmm. A couple other interesting numbers. Let's talks see. talks about the games that got the most love. And surprisingly, Forza got... Which is weird, right? You're kidding. I get farming simulator. Did you see that I I went to the farming simulator booth? I was like, I'm home. No, that's awesome. That's a fun way to do the numbers, right? Based on tweets and other things. Um I saw a lot of talk of um, the Final Fantasy 
and the um, I saw a lot of Halo talk, like just in my channels. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are excited about that kind of stuff. So that's where I saw it. That's my numbers. That's by Drew's numbers. All right, news number three: standalone PS One style DualShock Four is going to be out in September. Have you seen pictures of it? We'll it's very cute. In there. It's, it's cute. It's a kind of simple little gray looking. Old school. Old school. I think it looks yeah. really cool. I'm yeah, gonna cool. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> so they also have they also have the headset as well. Oh, do they? The yeah. Colors? So they match. I, oh, I won't get the headset because like. I, yeah, I'm not gonna so get the headset, fresh. but like I am gonna yeah. get the controller. It looks cool. It look it has like this cool kind of like old school flair to it. I don't know. That's so dumb that I even give a shit. But I'm I'm <laughs> but gonna get cool. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I might get some more controllers. I like playing like the I know, I four games. Mm. I would want a controller so I can play with other people because they're they're not gonna get controllers, and I just want someone to play with. <laughs> <laughs> News number four, and we talked about this, so we don't have to spend much time on it, but the one terabyte PS4 Ultimate Player Edition was announced, so they didn't really do anything about that in the press conference. It was just kind of after the fact. It was like, oh, yeah. I'm glad they didn't announce that during E3. Because I think that they, like, what they did with with both of the launches, like, the next E3, like, right after uh, PlayStation and Xbox had done their launches initially, um... They had focused so much on the hardware that they didn't focus on the games for right. E3. It's just like, oh, no, 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 let's not. I'm so glad that they didn't do this yeah. during E3. But that would have counted one more for so your you for your tally. You want to get a point. Yeah, I you, you, you would actually, I think I counted it up, you won with all the predictions. Interesting. Yeah. Again. Yeah. We're not going to buy you dinner again. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> No, it's, yeah. I, I officially lost because I, I predicted counter to everything. <laughs> so next year, oh, Half-Life think... 3 is totally not going to happen. It will not, not for sure. Not yeah, even for sure. coming close. Look, I'm trying, okay? I'll okay? points for the Final Fantasy because that one you pulled out of like... I know, just no more. Like, I, like, I, I wanted it. I don't know, you got double points from me with that. Um, anyway, Ultimate Player Edition. One terabyte drive. Was there anything else that changed on that? Yep, lower power consumption, uh, faster speeds. Faster speeds. So. It's I pretty just cool. Want it so I get the title of Ultimate Player. Ultimate yeah. Player. <laughs> Which then you can also get tattooed across your upper lip. Right. Ooh. I want a Schwarzenegger like edition PS4. That would. Or whenever you turn it on, it goes. <laughs> I drove down to the screenings last night with Wegs, and he has the Waze app. Uh huh. Schwarzenegger. So oh, every, that's awesome. So every like five minutes, it'd be like, everybody get down. <laughs> We're going left. <laughs> <laughs> it got a little annoying because the whole time I was on a, I was on a training phone call with oh really some guys. So I was like he's driving and I'm hearing Schwarzenegger at my training call. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty funny. All right, let's I wrap want up this. <laughs> Fallout 4 PC mods will be playable on the PS4 eventually. So the um, I didn't read that one. <laughs> so what's that one about? Fallout 4 mods. Do we have a mod in chat? Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. Got yeah, it. Fallout 4 mod, mods. The PC mods. Just saw it. <laughs> will be available. Yes, eventually. On, eventually. Like they're on PS4. So at, at E3, they announced that uh, the mods would be available for the Xbox One, and uh, people were upset because mods are fun and they're cool. Right. right. Um, and later that week. That you play game stuff. Later that week, Bethesda came out and said that um, eventually they'll be there for the PS4. It sounds like. It's mostly waiting on Sony to make that happen. So um, we'll see. And that makes that makes sense. It makes good sense. All right, wrapping it up in the news world, number six. All the games that were announced are pre- present at E3 2015. Bye. There were 25 Sony exclusives. Uh, what was it, 15? Nintendo, Nintendo exclusives and nine. Nintendo, they don't... 
yeah, the they same world. Don't, yeah. And then nine from Microsoft. Yep, nine so. from Microsoft. So basically and we'll they, put that list in our show notes. So if you go to littlebigcast.com for this sh- this episode, you'll see if you want to. Yeah, it's pretty all. extensive. There's a there's a ton. Um, and we we were talking about how I mean, granted, it, we're we're looking way down the road, but we were talking about how Sony really didn't have a whole lot for this holiday season coming out, but 25 exclusives is, is quite a bit. That's yeah. huge. For a show. Yeah. I mean, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's exciting. When they're coming Speaking out. Speaking of wonderful, we should make a plan right here and pitch our Patreon so that you can support us, but we should make a plan to go to the PlayStation Experience end of the year. That would be cool. Because I think that there'd be so much to talk about and to share, and if you like the way we report and talk about things, if you like what we like, um, help us by jumping on that Patreon.com slash LittleBigCast and get us there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but that wraps the news, yeah? That's the news, my friends. Then let's kick it over to Rachel. Whee! So uh, for the PlayStation 4, we have Archive... Or I can't, I can never say that. Arcade Archives Rangers 5. Does that ever... Like, we've said Arcade, Arcade Archives something. Archive. Is that is that like a... Uh, it's just like a little like the archive of, of arcade games. I think so. Maybe because we say that every week. Because I haven't touched it. Okay, that's so what I it don't is. Know. Keep no out every week. It's different. It says no, arcade okay. archives something. Oh, how do we not? Look? I would play Joust again. It's like arcade archives <laughs> grade in five. Have gone Arca- <gasps> arcade archives. Oh, arcade archives. together someday, maybe. That would be funny. That would be fun. Okay, we'll find um, out. We'll Aster Ast East. Astbreed. 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 Attacking <laughs> Zagata. Batman Arkham Knight, Yay. Devil May Cry 4, Special Edition, Ender of Fire, Planet Side 2, Ride. Rip- Planet Side 2 is uh, free to play. So it's free, so pick it up. Love the F2P. I know too many people who are addicted. Ride, Riptide GPT 2, uh, Shantae, Risque's Revenger Director's mm. Cut, mm. Tour de France 2015. Is it Shantae? Shantae. Is that what it is? Maybe Shantae. It looks like Shantae, Shantae Risky's Revenge. Ooh, sounds dirty. Mm. And then cool? uh, for the PlayStation 3, we have Don't Starve Giant Edition. I didn't like yeah, Don't Starve. I, it, I took, it, was okay. it took a really long time for me to like, try and get into it, and I was like, you know, if I really have to try, I probably should. Yeah, if you have to I try really that hard, it's not worth it. Lot. It was like Tim Burton made a game. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I like the art. Everything else, I was like, meh. Mm. Yeah. Like, don't die. You died no, the first day. Well, there you go. All right, so our indie game of the week, as I mentioned earlier in the show, is it's going to be Ollie Ollie. Indie game, the indie game, the indie game of the week. That Drew int- introduces every week with a, a nice little song. So it's thank like, you, Drew. I bring it's my sound the Drew Diddy. I know. Um, so <laughs> this week we decided to review um, and kind of talk about Ollie Ollie. It's a game that was developed by uh, Tom Hegarty, right? Hegarty? Mm. It's got a Metacritic score average of 80. And I think... That's solid. I think that's I think that's probably, and we'll get into this a little bit heavier, but I, I, I tend to lean at probably an 80 as well. So the breakdown of the game, Ali Ali mixes one life, ga- one life gameplay with over 120 tricks and grinds across 50 levels, 250 challenges, spot modes, daily grinds. Basically, complete all the challenges uh, to unlock a super skillful rad mode. Rack up the biggest and coolest combos <laughs> along the way. When your time, uh, when you time your landings to perfection, uh, in order to rule the leaderboards, it says just don't slam on your face. Which you will slam yeah, on your face. Ali Ali rewards that. the most skillful and riskiest players, always tempting them to go for what they uh, that for, go. Blah, 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 blah. Always tempting them to go for that audacious 360 backside flip and ludicrous chain of combos. The chains. Um, when so was it made? when was it released? 
Because um, they got an Ali Ali 2. Yeah, this Ali Ali 2's out now. It just came out. I think it's only a couple years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I grew up skateboarding. Yes, you did. Um, I grew up kind of in that world. And Ali Ali, in a lot of ways, feels like, you know, when you talk about a game that just feels kind of punishing but you like it, mm-hmm. that's Ali Ali. The same way that skateboarding is, like, really punishing but the people that are into it really like it. Like, you okay, okay. you don't land most of the things you try in real life. Like yeah, that's true. That's most true. of the things that you're trying in real life, it's like repeat, 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 and you just keep crashing, and yeah. then you land it the one time, and it's like, yeah! Or and, you land when you're trying to learn how to ollie, and you land with the board between your legs, oh. and it hits your butt bone, and you squeal. Call it a credit card. Girl. Is that his credit card? Yeah, yeah. call it a credit card. <laughs> I was mocked, or I mean, you were mocked for like by your friends for right. days, and you didn't really skate much more after that. Not only because of the pain, but because of pure embarrassment. Slightly That's traumatic. unfortunate. I grew up skating as well in Wyoming, which is a different world entirely. <laughs> oh yeah, skateboarding in Wyoming is a different world. Then O Town. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally. Yeah, different. um, <laughs> Watch I was, for the so, guard. I had cool hair. I thought I thought Ollie Ollie was really cool. It was a really fun, creative, like just eight bit style. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. arcadey. Yeah, just super arcadey, um, but fast paced and fun was was kind of my experience with it. I spent a couple hours. Um, I didn't get super far because it is really difficult, like landing perfectly every time like that button combo is just um it's tough it's tough it's tough right like to to get a good kickflip and then hit x at just the right moment to slam it down to do the same thing on the rails and to go from like a rail to a curb to a downstairs rail to like it's like one after another for a long time before you finally get to the bottom of your run um super difficult but i i enjoyed it like i i had a lot of fun what about you guys I didn't get to it. For me, it was, I think the reason that I kept playing it was for the fact that perfection was just right there. (laughs) Right out of reach. It was right there. And, like, I kept on messing it up. I kept on getting sloppy landing, sloppy landing. I'm like, but I landed. Maybe (laughs) I'll be better next time. And nope. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) on face and slide. Right. But um, I think if I had the choice between... Ollie Ollie or like Runner or something mm-hmm. along those A-bit lines. Runner, yeah, yeah, 8-Bit Runner or um, like Trials Fusion or oh, something. Oh, Trials Fusion something is like, awesome. Like this That'd is what it feels like, commit, just yeah. like a little side scroller. Um, I'd play which, Trials Fusion before I'd play Ollie Ollie. Oh, yeah. Trials Fusion's awesome. But, I mean, even just like like the prettiness factor for Trials Fusion, like that, that'll win me over. I'm shallow. Um, <laughs> My whole goal when I played that was to beat your scores. <laughs> Because you you had already played everything before I got it, and so like, I was I'm looking at it. I'm like, who whose freaking PSN ID is this that always beats me? And I'm like, it's Robin's. Well, I was like, that's she, it. She had the I gotta pick it up. On, Time to that, get going. It's the first one we played, the roundabout snow globe shooter up. Rezo oh, gun. Rezo gun. Yeah. I, I chased her for a couple of days. I'm really try <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then crush. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to catch Robin gamer. on the indies. Yeah. No, I enjoyed all. I enjoyed the the uh, that perfection. I think mm-hmm. my favorite part of it was that the reset time was way different than Witcher. Oh, yeah. As soon as yeah. you crash, you're like, fast. Triangle, and we're back. I'm going again. Yeah. Triangle, I'm going again. And then it was that, that I would do that 40, 50 times on a run and be like, oh, I'm on my face again. Oh, that's going to cost me some money. Facial yeah. reconstruction surgery. Yep. But I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, and that's one of the things, like, you don't really get punished for failing, so I don't feel right. bad. I don't feel bad when I fail. So right. it's like it just instantly resets. You're not losing money. Reset. You're not losing XP. Yeah. Right. 
Scott says. I know, I know, Scott. That that was you. I take credit for trials. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Just Ratting make around. me make me feel kind of cool. All right. Wait, That's what about Rezo Gun? Tell me that you. No, Rezo Gun was me. Rezo Gun was me. I would give it my critic score. I'd probably give it around. 70 to 75. 70, yeah. Let's call it 73 for me. I'm, I'm going to go for like a 78 just to be interesting. See, I've given it 80. I'm, I, I think I'm comfortable with that score. I think it's fun. And um, for the type of game that it was trying to be, I think it did it really well. I agree. In my I opinion. Agree. And Ollie, too. I mean, it's, it's just as more of the same. More yeah. of the same. More the, the, pro- the progress you do your training. I did find that uh, I did one night of like all the training bits and learning it, and I came back like three or four days later, and it was like, what am Wait, I, I can't manual anymore. I can't uh, mm-hmm. jump anymore. Like, then I lost it, and it wasn't fun. I almost had to go back and do training over again. So yeah. I just kind of quickly lost it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So that was, yeah, no, that's a pretty good average for us. I think so, too. Yep. Yeah. I think that's it's, a high, it's a high score. And it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's wildly cheap, very right. accessible. I mean, yeah. you're not going to regret getting the game. Right. Yeah, right. it's one worth checking out. If you, if you have any interest in just a fast-paced 8-bit kind of arcade you know, goof-around waste-time game, it's a, it's a super, super good option. So, yeah, those are our scores. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, kind of wraps up uh, another episode of The Little Big Cast. So this has been episode 59 Looking good. Guys. A little big cast. Thank you, first of all, for joining. Uh, if you're watching in chat, thank you for uh, for joining and talking with us and having that conversation. Yeah, Feel free to stick to around after we end it officially. Uh, we'll stick around and chat for a little bit. But, um, you know, once every show, we'd like to, to put out a call to action. We'd like to invite you yes. to be part of this community and help us grow. So mostly what team. we're using here, everything that you're seeing here, uh, with the exception of one or two things, is not our stuff. And so we started a Patreon this to be able to fund um, the purchase of some of our own equipment. We would love for you to join us. Um, feel free to check out. We have some pretty cool perks uh, for donating and being a part of our Patreon group. We'll take you um, to dinner. And if, yes. if, you, if you feel like uh, that's something that's worth it to you, awesome. If you don't, you know what? We're going to keep doing this and hopefully we'll win you over. And if but, you, can't, you can't do something on Patreon, just tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, uh, we would hope that you'd hit the follow button if you're watching on Twitch. And outside of that, this is it. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else. I'm Jeff mm-hmm. Hawks. You can follow me at Jeff Hawks on Twitter or Mr. Hawks on the PSN if you want to play. With me, as always, is uh, Rachel or Pirate Rachel with 3 and 7 E. And Robin Hazlett with uh, Robin Hazlett for my Twitter handle. And then Red Mages Unite on Twitch. Cool, cool. And Drew. I'm Drew. <laughs> that's can, true. It is. Nine, nine that's that's where who you are. K n i t e two zero on just about everything. On everything, everywhere. Yeah, yeah pretty branding. Much. Yep, that branding was everywhere. Branding. And this has been episode fifty nine, ladies and gentlemen, of the Little Big Cast. Thank you for joining us, and uh, have a have a good one, everybody. Bye Adios. Bye. Bye.